Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. This is an episode where we are telling you what's been going on over at Stag Design and also launching into your questions that you need answers to. So here we go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Heart of the Home. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, popping on here to tell you about our latest collection drop on Stag Design. It's our art collection. These are beautiful, large-scale, very high-quality art pieces that will mix seamlessly with our current collection pillows and fabrics and wallpapers. You can check it all out on stagdesignshop.com. We have a lot going on here at Stag Design. That's kind of like, I feel like every time we start to give an update of what's going on with Stag Design, that's always how I start it, right? Like we always just have a lot going on lately. We have said several times, John and I, this is just the new norm, I guess. Is this just how things are right now? I think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All good things, good problems to have for sure. Uh, So we wanted to, before we launch into this episode of Heart of the Home podcast, we wanted to just touch on some of the happenings here at Stag Design. We just uh, had a really exciting photo shoot at Mm -hmm. our home for a major magazine publication. Top and secret. It's top secret, it. not by our choice. That sounds like we're being like so cryptic, right? But it's because we can't reveal it until it actually comes out. We'll get in trouble. Um, yeah, we'll get in trouble. We signed a contract. <laughs> yes, and those are very serious things. <laughs> but we can tell you it has to do with our master bedroom uh, makeover. And that uh, it will be coming out, we believe, the very end of March. It's the April edition of this magazine. So we'll share some more details as it gets a little bit closer, as we're allowed to. Yeah, and that's one of the perks of being married to an interior designer is we've only been living in our house for four years. And we're already like making (laughs) Making over over spaces. (laughs) It sounds a little ridiculous, but it was kind of nice. It actually... Redo it. You know, here's the thing about our master bedroom is that when we moved into the house, I would say it was, I mean, it was really pretty, obviously. Like it it turned out really great, right? Like I don't want to sound ungrateful. It turned out great. But it had a headboard that we had DIY'd mm-hmm. from our last house. It had, you know, only partial moldings on some of the walls, right. right? And it was just, it was pretty, but I would say it was pretty basic and most of it carried over from our last home. Yeah, I think we always planned on doing more with that space later when we had maybe finished some other space that were spaces that were more urgent. Crucial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've finished it, how does it feel? So much better. Isn't that amazing? amazing? I always tell clients, you know, I hate I can't leave a space unfinished and they're always like, "What are you talking about? It feels finished. It's fine." I'm like, no, 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 no. You wait until it's 100% finished. It'll feel totally different. Totally transform the feel of the space. Oh, yeah, yeah, it feels like a like a nice hotel room now. Well, that's a good compliment. Yeah. yeah. And it took some trust. 
right? And it always does. It always takes trust. <laughs> and a little bit of like grumpy grumbles from John yeah. because it involved some work that he had to help with. Well, I actually enjoy the work. It's the deadlines that aren't always as fun. <laughs> I enjoy work. I'm a craftsman. <laughs> and craftsmen don't like to be rushed. <laughs> right? Sometimes John will be like, I don't even want to hear a deadline. I don't even want to hear it. Don't talk to me. You'll ruin this experience for yes. me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, but I have to have a deadline for planning purposes. And right. he's like, rah, rah, rah. yeah. Anyway, but it feels really good to have that done. Other things that we've been doing around here, we wrapped up probably our biggest, I keep saying with every project, it's our biggest client project ever. That's because it's true. <laughs> yeah. This was probably our biggest client project ever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a 7,000 square foot uh, home in the desert, Southern Utah. So it was a remote project and it was a remodel project and it turned out so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are so thrilled with the finished product, product, project, product. They both work. Both of them work. <laughs> We're really, really excited to share it with you. It has been photographed, mm-hmm. videoed, documented. There's going to be some fresh webisodes coming your way um, with several parts of this reveal. It's good stuff. Yeah, we have kind clients who are willing to let us document it really well. And that's something we really appreciate our clients letting us do so we can share it with the world. Yeah. And that, you know, it's so important for an interior designer to be able to share their work. And this is a good one. This is one you'll you'll definitely want to see. Uh, we also have another pretty big project that we're kind of in the thick of right now. And it's going to involve some really fun family-friendly spaces, including like the ultimate kids shared bedroom. So we're very, very excited about the things we have coming up. How yeah. are things going for you? I would add to that, um, we're doing a lot of work on our business, right? We're trying to build processes. We've had a lot of growth in the last six to eight months, and that's really exciting, and it comes with some growing pains. you got to figure out how to do your accounting better and how to invoice better and faster and, you know, the stuff that isn't super fun to talk about on a podcast. It's not fun. <laughs> it's actually not fun to do either. Not fun like, to do. It's not fun to talk about. It's not, not fun to do. In fact, we we had our client one-on-one or our uh, team one-on-ones recently. And like two of the three designers were like, we would love to do this, this, and this, but we don't want to do invoicing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, no yeah. one wants to do invoicing. Like, take your medicine Log your receipts. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. But like, no. hello, so important. No, but I get really excited about, you know, building the infrastructure of our business and finding ways to be more efficient, to be able to scale, to do more. So that's, it's been an exciting time from that perspective. Yeah. We're also expanding some of our team, reorganizing things a bit. You know, as we have more work and more projects and more things going on, we find ourselves in the place where we need more help. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been a process because I would say John and I are both um, control freaks. (laughs) Yeah. And we like And resource constrained. Yeah. Cash constrained. Yes, definitely. I mean, when you're growing a business and you're trying to do a startup and it's a lot of money going out and not very much money coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. It's been hard to know when we should pull the trigger 
for certain things, when we should wait. Yeah, I am a big to-do list maker. And it just seems like the lists get longer and longer and longer. (laughs) And so I think we're all wearing four or five hats each on the team. And I think we're all looking forward to the day when we can wear fewer hats and focus in more on what we love and what we feel we're really good at and hire more people to supplement the team. And it's really exciting whenever we can bring on a new team member who's able to focus on something that hasn't been getting the attention it needs and who brings skills that we don't have on the team. And so I'm really enjoying that process. Of course, we always wish it could go faster, but it's fun to to be part of building a business. Yeah. And we are, I should let you know, our design calendar for 2020 is starting to fill up. If you have an upcoming project, if you think there's a space you want to tackle in 2020, we would love to hear from you. You can find a client form on our website, stag-design.com, and you can fill out a questionnaire, tell us more about your project. Yeah. Do you want to hear probably the biggest victory that John's maybe the most excited about recently? (laughs) You already know what I'm going to say. I'm not sure, actually. (laughs) The website acquisition? Oh, yes. Yes. Someone was, frankly, squatting on stagdesign.com and please tell me doing who nothing this person with it. Is. Like, <laughs> who wants stagdesign.com other than us? Like s t a g g design.com, and they were in the UK and they did nothing with the site. It was we just actually, like a website with antlers on it, or like a deer face. They that's done, all yeah, it was. that's more than just like nothing at all. But they really hadn't done anything with it, and um, we reached out to them probably two years ago, asking to buy it because we were just about to kind of rebrand and and build our site. And we didn't want to invest a ton of money in some other URL. So we tried to buy that one and no response, weren't interested. And then they just let it expire. <laughs> so we ended up getting it cheap. But so John pounced on that baby like a ninja. I was I was watching that auction like like the most important eBay auction ever. I, I, know. Call, I must have called GoDaddy and learned every rule about how it works and like, could someone snake this from me at the last minute? <laughs> yeah, so, and someone tried to. Someone tried to. Yeah, I was there like Saturday morning, 10 a.m., sitting in front of my computer. And a good thing a good thing I did because someone tried to come in and outbid me, and I was right on it. And we they won. underestimated John's commitment. Oh, yeah. I was definitely committed. Yeah, you were all in. <laughs> and it was like the greatest victory. Yes. Feels really good. You were like, we are now the proud owners of stagdesign.com. Our own company name. Yes. So now we own stag-design.com and also stagdesign.com. Right. Which are we going to, eventually we'll probably move everything over to stagdesign.com. Yeah, I think so. Probably soon. Yeah. But either one will work. Yeah. For a long time. Okay. That was kind of a tangent. Any other (laughs) things that you, oh, you know what else we did? We built an epic Valentine's box. Yes, we did. I mean... Made all the other little girls cry. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to go there. So here's the thing. And I got a little bit of like, way to make all the other parents look bad on Instagram because I posted some photos of it. Did people actually respond that way? Or you were just worried? No, a couple people did. But here's (laughs) the thing, you guys. When I was a little girl, my mom couldn't help with stuff like this. She was chronically ill. And she never helped me with things like this. My dad, on the other hand, always was like, okay, you want to do, I think one time I did a a mountain Valentine's box that had like actual 
dried ice coming out of it because <laughs> it was like a volcano. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but like That's impressive. together we would come up with like these really fun ideas and it was some it was such a fun memory of like me and my dad sitting down and like brainstorming about how we were going to make the coolest thing, you know? And that carried into adulthood for me. Like mm-hmm. when I was teaching dance, my dad would help me build the props and I would like come up with these crazy ideas for like a stage that the girls could carry on the dance floor and he would help me design it and build it and so you know that so okay you people who are like <laughs> thanks for making all the parents look bad we had so we, much fun as a family making that valentine's we did. box and we also had some people who gave us a run for our money there were some other kids who really went far. i know yeah one so of we our, weren't the only ones one of our friends little girls who is in the same grade as ruby that was a fancy Valentine's box. John was like, that's a kit. I'm like, no, it, that is definitely not a kit. People do not sell kit Valentine boxes like that. And yeah, I looked closer and it wasn't. They had done a really good job and put a lot of effort into it. So yeah, we, we were got, the only ones. We got a few extra points for originality. Ruby had the idea of doing a music box. And so we constructed a music box with like a mirror and latches and a little ballerina. Jen Jen and I were both so excited. We both went to Home Depot independently of one another and and neither of us knew the other person was going. And we came back with almost all the The exact same same parts. We all The same hinges, (laughs) the same latches, the same. (laughs) And there were a few things that she got that I didn't and a few things I got that she didn't. And as like putting it all together... (laughs) What was funny is that I was like, you went to Home Depot? I went to Home Depot. And John, John was like, yeah, but there's no way you got stuff that's as good as what I got. <laughs> I, and I was like, stuff. no, there's no way you got the stuff that's as good as what I got. And then we opened it up. It was and almost like, all identical. Oh, we got the same. We got the same stuff. It just shows how well matched we are. You know, we're good for each other. But you can put us in a Home Depot and we'll come out with the same few products. We will because we have that, that similar taste. Yeah. I don't think we can throw it away. It's currently in Ruby's room. Yeah. How are we going to part with it? Might have to be damaged inexplicably, <laughs> inexplicably no! someday. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, you it's could, way too big. You already want to get rid of it. Yeah. One and of the other moms was like, I hope you can pop that name off there and put Anna over the top. No, we can't do that. No, I don't feel like we can either. Nope. It was so cool, though. It was really, really cool. You should, anyway, it was a cool Valentine's Day. It was fun. We're going to leave it at that. Okay, we're doing a little Q&A today, and we have another person in the room with us. Dun, dun, dun. It's Kelton. <laughs> Kelton is our podcast extraordinaire. He's a design assistant. He's our, we call him our, our stag design mascot because he's so lovable. Everybody loves you, Kelton. He's the heart and soul. Of he is. Mm-hmm. All right. And he brings treats to <laughs> All right. meetings. Enough. <laughs> One of the best bakers I know right here. I will take that. I yes. love to bake. Yes, love you're baking. a very good baker. Kelton, you're here with some Q&A for us. I am. So the people have questions. People and I have think questions. we owe them answers. Okay, let's the, do the it. The people. What have the people The asked? people. <laughs> so this first one, they have questions about paint. Okay. And they get intimidated when they go. And there are all different kinds of sheen. Mm-hmm. Glass, semi-glass, matte. What do you use for what? What should they use on the ceiling versus what should they use on the wall versus what should they use on their door? Here's the thing. We have been working on a master paint guide. I don't even know if you knew that I was going to say this, Kelton. (laughs) I have been working. Totally unplanned. Yes, this is totally unplanned, (laughs) but perfect. 
Uh, we've been working on a guide where I have gone through painstakingly, I might add, every paint brand that I could think of. And I have pulled all of the colors that we love and that we've used. Um, and it's this master paint collection. And then we're also going to break down all of the sheens, what they're used for, all of our favorite brands and what they're used for so that you can get the very best product for what you're doing. The very best result in your paint project. So uh, we could give, you know what, let's give like ceiling walls moldings, mm -hmm. sheens, go. So we usually use a flat on ceilings mm -hmm. because it looks nicer. You don't want the, I don't like gloss on the ceiling at all. Um, I mean, it depends on the room, but usually no. And, you know, the glossier the paint, the more durable it is. So like we have a rental property that we used semi-gloss, I think, on all the walls and maybe even the ceilings. Because we wanted it to be really durable, and that has proven to be important because you know people are hard on rentals. With the exception of high gloss or lacquer, those are not always the most durable. Yeah. It just depends on what you're using it for. But right. semi-gloss is definitely more durable than a flat. But if you're, build if you're buying paint that goes on a wall, it's not going to be lacquer. Or Sometimes it is. Well, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's a, kind of an untraditional use. But. Yes. Um, so yeah, flat for ceilings typically. And then in our house, we used satin on all the walls. It's a little bit of, actually, we used eggshell, mm -hmm. which is slightly less glossy than satin. Mm -hmm. I believe I actually kind of get those two mixed up because they're so close. Um, You'd be safe with either one, really, a yeah. satin or an eggshell on the wall. Yeah, and so we used eggshell on all of our walls. And it just gives a little bit of a sheen, but it is like an eggshell. It's very subtle sheen. It's a, definitely more durable than flat. If you have kids, you cannot have flat on your walls. They'll destroy it in a day. But semi-gloss is just too glossy. It kind of looks gross and greasy. It shows imperfections on your walls, too. Like in the light, mm -hmm. if you hit like a certain angle, you'll be like, oh, that wall has some warping to it. Yeah, flat is nice because it kind of hides a lot of that, mm -hmm. um, but it's just not very durable. And once you brush up against it, you'll make a mark and it'll stay that way. So um, yeah, generally, if it's your home and you're not super hard on your walls, an eggshell or a satin are good. If you are really hard on your walls or you have young kids who are constantly making huge messes and drawing on things that you might want, semi-gloss. Okay, and then uh, moldings and doors? Um, moldings, I typically go with like a semi-gloss mm -hmm. and I'm trying to think if we did that on our doors as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's semi-gloss. a little bit more of a sheen than the eggshell walls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So flat on ceilings, eggshell or satin on walls and semi-gloss for moldings and doors. Right. And if you want more details, watch for that paint guide coming out very soon. We're going to give all of our very best paint tips, colors, all the things that I could think of that I wanted people to know about paint. Yeah. And we'll make sure we uh, let people, uh, listeners know when yes. that's live too. Yes. I actually have plans to work on it today. So there you go. Hopefully I'll get it finished today. Okay. So next question. Let's say you're itching to do something in your home renovation wise, but money's kind of tight. You're on a little bit of a budget, so you can't just go all out and, you know, gut and redo. What are some things that would give people the most bang for their buck? 
most a return on their investment, but also maybe, you know, the most impactful change without spending a ton of money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I just, some friends of ours just bought a house in our neighborhood that is just like the prime location and a really interesting, quirky old house that has some potential, but they keep going back and forth. Do we want to tear it down eventually and just make it good enough for now and build? Or do we want to renovate and and keep the house forever? And so they sort of just like started going in with a sledgehammer and like started tearing stuff out. And then they asked me to walk through it. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You should not tear anything else out until you come up with a really clear plan. So I would make sure, I always tell people, you need to have a very clear plan before you do anything for the short term and the long term both. If you're like, this is just something that I'm going to do for now with the idea of eventually down the road, doing it nicer, bigger, more, or tearing the whole thing down. Like you just need to think that through. Or if you're like, no, this will probably be it forever. Then you want to save up enough money to do that. If, if you're going to do anything, do it in the place where you spend the most time or what we call in our firm, the heart of the home. Always start with that. So I think that's oftentimes that's a kitchen, family room area. Um, sometimes it's the master bedroom if it's somebody that doesn't have a large family. Sometimes that's like an outdoor space for somebody that that lives outdoors and that's really where they want to make the most impact. If you're like even still not ready to to tackle a whole room and renovate the whole room, I think paint and light fixtures and window coverings can make a huge difference in your home. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, way too many people aren't, uh, they put off renovating a space um, because they think, well, we'll get to it later. We'll, we'll save up and we'll have the money to do it exactly the way we want to later. So they maybe do a little bit and then they wait and they kind of tear something open and halfway finish it, but wait to finish it all the way. And I just think that's a really bad idea (laughs) because it's where you live. And it, I think having a space that is finished and clean and hopefully beautiful and functional really impacts your life in a lot of ways and it's worth the investment. So sometimes finding a way to pay for going all the way and finishing a space is worth it. And we spend the money on a lot of things and maybe for some people that their home should be a little bit higher priority. Now that that's not to say that even if you're willing to invest everything you have in the space, you can do everything you want, of course. So picking the things that um, you can afford and that will work, but whatever you do, go all the way and make it, completely functional and finished, even if it's not perfectly the way you want. So that's just kind of generally philosophically how I would approach it. But um, the more specifically answer the question, I think we've said this before on other episodes, but things like hardware on cabinets and lighting and paint colors and things like that can be relatively inexpensive ways of transforming space and making it much better than it is, even if you can't go all the way. There's this girl that I've met, you know, once once before at another event, and she is really good at not spending very much money and upgrading things until she can afford to do something more. I think her handle is at home with Ashley or or something along those lines. 
but she doesn't have a huge budget. And so she'll do things like paint tile and paint appliances and switch out hardware and things that, that maybe you wouldn't necessarily do if you were making over a whole space. But in the meantime, if you can't afford to make over your whole space, the things like that contact paper instead of going tile or, you know, just sort of looking at what you have and what you can do within a really small budget, you'd be surprised what you can do. Yeah. And Jen and I have definitely been there a lot in our marriage, living in rentals that weren't great or in our first one or two home purchases where we didn't have much money at all to work with, but we just did the best with what we had. And we focused a lot on just making sure the space was functional and clean and as beautiful as we could make it. And especially with rentals, you're not going to spend a lot of money on renovating a space if you can even make any renovations at all, right? So focusing on what you can control and what you can afford and just making it the most, the cleanest, best organized, most beautiful space you can. Mm -hmm. There you go. Okay. And interestingly enough, you kind of led us right to this next question. Okay. Talking about painting tile. This person wants to know, would you ever paint tile? Yes. If so, how? And they're talking specifically, they have a fireplace surround that they're Mm -hmm. not ready to totally tear out, but they want to update. They want a new look. They want it to look fresh. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it done a few different ways. I would not spray your tile. What I would do is probably get a smaller paintbrush and hand paint each tile around a fireplace surround. Uh, It also depends if you want to change the color of your grout, which is probably going to be a lot harder. You know, if you use like a small paintbrush, you can can paint each tile individually. Yeah, I feel like it's going to get really hairy if you're trying to paint the grout as well. And I know there's a specific paint that works for painting tile, but I'm not sure what that is. Can you think of what it is? Yeah, we haven't done it ourselves. And if you are going to do it, I think you need to really research which paint to use. It has to adhere to the tile surface, which is obviously made to not absorb anything. Right. That's why, you know, that's how they construct tile so that it doesn't stain. I feel like like there is like a specific paint made for painting tile. I would maybe, um, you know, do some research. Also, like go to a paint store that you really trust, like a Benjamin Moore or Sherwin-Williams or something like that. And just pick the brain of the person behind the counter. You know, at our Benjamin Moore store that we go to all the time, there's this guy whose name is Dandy. I, his name Dandy. will always remember Dandy. No, That's I don't. his name. You would know him if you saw him because mm. we've gone in there so many times. Mm. But he like knows us and knows our our design firm and is always like keeping tabs on what we're doing and asking me questions about it. And he's like, just like a wealth of knowledge. Like I'm always like, hey Dandy, this is what project I have going on, and he's always like, okay, use this and this and this. Mm. So if you're in Salt Lake City, go to Benjamin Moore and talk to Dandy. Tell him I sent you. Yeah, and I imagine. I'm almost certain you'd have to prep the tile by stripping it of the top coat in some way to prep the tile to adhe- to allow the paint to adhere to it. Um, so it, doing the right prep work, having the right materials would be really crucial to make that project last. And I'd really do my research before I painted a tile floor because that's going to get a lot of wear and tear and I don't imagine that would hold up very long. But something like a fireplace surround would be much a, a much better candidate for that because you're not usually walking on it a lot if there's a part that's on the ground. But 
yeah, I think there are definitely ways to do that and make it look good. Yeah. Okay. That is all for me today. We wow. Have, we have appeased the people. We have appeased the people. <laughs> we have spoken to the people and answered their questions. Okay, as usual, head over to stag-design.com to check out our portfolio, our recent happenings and projects. If you have a question, we'd love to hear from you, podcast at stag-design.com. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Do you follow us on Instagram yet? We're Stag Design, S-T-A-G-G with two Gs. We cover all kinds of things on Instagram, whether it's peaks of our latest projects, we even give some coupon codes occasionally for our product line. And we also just share behind the scenes what it's like to run a small business with a young family. So give us a click on Instagram. We hope you'll follow us and also give us a little shout out.